What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Welcome back from San Francisco. Thank you. Um, you were in San Francisco last week. How was it? I saw Jamie. I he texted me, and then I forgot to text him back about it. San Francisco was great. They took care of us because all the money. Oh. The car was waiting at the airport. Really? Did it say Reed and Harriet? Was there a person with a sign? Well, Harriet already knew the guy because he had picked her up last time. Hot. And we arrived really early, so he wasn't there with a the sign or anything. So he we just went and got in the car. Oh, okay. But I was in the last row middle seat on the plane flight there <laughs> where was Harriet? she was right next to me on okay. the window seat last row oh she got a window seat okay i think the flight was booked late whatever doesn't matter we're not business class type artists yet but really not we're real back row you are you're all the way back by yeah. the bathrooms but the costumes look good. We're still doing minor adjustments. The dancers are amazing there. This is for San Francisco. Uh, oh, this is for Rodeo, which is an old Justin Peck dance that the San Francisco Ballet has acquired. Uh-huh. And they performed it at their at their season gala. The gala. So it was just for that. Well, they're going to do it on the season, but they uh-huh. it was like Let's welcome this dance. So bring out bring them all in. I mean, the rest of the program was just like duets like Corsair mm-hmm. and Sylphide and mm-hmm. all this stuff. And I was really like, man, we're just like still not, we're not there in the ballet world yet. It's just women being dragged around by men. Yeah. I just like the most progressive thing. Well, rodeo and then like La Sylphide. <laughs> I was like pretty progressive. Like they don't touch in it. <laughs> right. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. Are you still sick? I'm not. It just works its way out in the morning. I see. I see. It's still, um, it's still going on. So yeah, San Francisco was good. I saw friends. I stayed overnight with uh, Joe Walsh and Lauren Strongen at their apartment, which was so nice. And we made cake. We had friends over. That sounds so nice. And they have a bulldog named Orson. Did you like being in San Francisco? Were you like, I wish I lived here? No. Did that thought cross your mind? No. It didn't. I can't okay. wait. I'm excited to be there with you. But yeah. here's the thing. I used to be crazy about it because uh-huh. like... My grandparents had this beautiful house in Berkeley and I had like all my friends from ballet school danced in San Francisco Ballet in lines. Uh-huh. So like everyone was there. That's where I would go on vacation. Right. Like I felt so like loved there. Like I always had a place to sleep. It was really nice. Now it's like kind of a ghost town. I still have friends there, but it's like it's a real kind of cold shabby place in a way. Wow. I mean, it's the most expensive place to live it is in so expensive. America, but like right. Your sheets and towels always be a little bit damp. Oh. You know what I mean? Always. Oh. Like cold. It's cold. I don't like cold damp. You know what I like, You though? wouldn't like... You'd have space heaters everywhere. I like hot damp. I know you do. Uh, like Sao Paulo, I'm just really... I really am missing a, like, a hot damp experience. I like the humidity, because I feel kind of, um... Like, my old bones and joints mm. kind of, like, get lubed up in that. And it works it's for me. It's not like that there. It's oh, cold every cold day. It's, like, warm in the afternoon, cold in the evenings, in the morning. Mm. Everything's, like, a little bigger than you think. Especially where I... Where, like, I was staying down, down, downtown. So, like, oh. I was like, oh, I just have to go meet Jamie over here. I looked at the map. It was, like, ten blocks. It's like London. I started walking. And then I started, like, speed walking. <sighs> then I started running. Why don't to you get just there. get an Uber? That's a great question. Sometimes <laughs> I make bad choices. Self-care girl. So I have like shin splints from running around in essentially bedroom slippers because of uh. my new Allbird slippers. And I, um, and that part of town's dicey. I mean, you're walking through like huge hordes of homeless people who are literally like 
searching for a vein in their leg to inject a needle right in front of your face, like through the scabs. Mm-hmm. And it's like in New York, at least they have the wherewithal to put a huge coat over their body to hide. Well, and yeah. I also feel like because of our tourist industry in New York, they get swept away. It's true. You know, like I feel like they're not. In there's all sorts of things that our city should be doing, but they're like make it clean for those people coming in from Europe and you know Middle yeah. America. Disney, um, Disney yeah, Warner Brothers. Yeah, barf. Uh, well, so there you have it. I did there San, San Francisco. Francisco. <laughs> Very nice. Um, <laughs> now I'm back. How how was your weekend? My week. Well, my week was good. I rehearsed with James. Oh, we, you made a video. We we made a dance <clears throat> video, and then we shot that on Sunday. I'm very and jealous. I also have shins plants. Oh, you're dancing on tiles. It's a real no. I was dancing on a wood floor, but we ran it full out four times, and it's a three and a half minute dance that is. In the, you know, James is fast. He, he makes movement that is, like, fast and hard. And our kind of Venn diagram is musical theater. Mm. So it was really fun. That was fun. Uh, James made me laugh really hard in a rehearsal by calling something a real situatsy. <laughs> and that really, <laughs> that really ma- made me He does have a way gag. with words. He she doesn't really even does. think about it. She doesn't even have to think about it. The day it. when She's he called brilliant. something garbanzo beans, I was oh. really like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really good. That stuck with me for the rest of my life. It sure did. I'm dead now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. Just dead. Fully still dead. doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that was good. What else have a lot of so I started to try and catch up on all the emails I didn't do for mm. a month because it was winter break and then I, I was sick and then we went to Sao Paulo and then I was back and so it's catching up on and then there was APAP so it's catching up on stuff like mm-hmm. that which is super tedious and needing to get like tax stuff together needing to like it's oh, so man. tedious boring, I'm not even going to talk boring. about it right now it's made me really depressed um I watched a movie last night that I suggest you watch, which oh, is called yes. Woodshock, which I really Woodshock. thought was called Woodshook, which I wish it was called Woodshook. Tell me, what is Woodshock? It's with Kirsten Dunst oh. and Reed. Wait, this is the Rodarte movie, isn't yep. it? Yep. You'll not have a feeling except this is beautiful. Well, I mean... And she is... I only... And I think there's only two of their dresses in it. Otherwise, she's wearing, like... It's about... Dirty panties. No. Well, yeah. I mean, she wears a dirty slip through a lot of the movie. Mm. It's she. It's about a woman who's, I'm guessing, in Northern California or perhaps Oregon. Okay. And she works at a pot, like a medical marijuana kind of place. Oh, this has a story. And kind of. And it's about her sort of full... Decathexis with life, like there just, we go again with that word. I'm obsessed with. I can't stop thinking about that word, okay. and I can't stop thinking about Tim Gunn and decathexis. Tim Gunn and decathexis. I have a correction. Okay, remember when I talked about his evening routine, mm-hmm. and I said while he's watching Fat Ladies, he makes puts on the water to boil pasta. No, right. he puts a low cal microwave popcorn. Correct. That's what he does. I listened to it. It's amazing. It's amazing, and I really thought about how he grew up. And meaning in a waspy, in a homophobic environment. Oh, hi! And the way that he didn't go back for his mother's death, and he really was like the Bye. sisters uh, being upset with him and all this stuff. And what I so loved about that interview was the way in which the woman interviewing him was like, "Maybe it's time to start saying no to the gifts." 
maybe it's time to start setting boundaries because right, he sets a boundary for sure, which is just goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. Right, he opens no presents. Yeah, and it was a listening to it reminded me a lot of you actually in a lot of ways, and. Um, <laughs> You know, like Tim Gunn will give you the shirt off your back, but if you show up to his house unannounced, he'll turn off all the lights and put furniture in front of the door. <laughs> um, and it reminded me of the of the of a certain kind of queer way in which we'll really show up, especially for work, and then just kind of goodbye. When she said, "Who's the like? Who's the most influential person, or who who's the person who you've loved meeting the most?" and he or think about the most or most inspired by uh-huh. and he said Michelle Obama oh right <laughs> and he told those that Michelle Obama story of how she remembered his kindness for standing up right and I would say correct civility you know that right. he, he believes in fairness he really right. does and the edge that goes into his voice when he talks about like Zach Posner uh, or just things that he thinks are incorrect and unfair I get it. I have another another fashion documentary for everybody that's now on Netflix. Because now the World War Z, or House of Z, is now on Netflix, which is, is annoying because I bought it. The Milan, is it the shoe one? The Manolo Blahnik one. Yeah, the Manolo Blahnik. Now. I, I was, it's on my cue list because again, my Jane mom sent it to me. a documentarian who gets carried away with themselves. Oh. You're like, this isn't about you. Right. Don't try to be so creative. This is about, we want to know about those people. We don't care about your creative vision at all. It's about theirs. Right. So this is what happens in this documentary. But Manolo Blahnik is so charming. I can't wait to watch it. It's so it. good. And I want you to watch Wood Woodshock. Which I kind of hate that that's the title, because as soon as it was over, I said, how much wood could a woodshock shock if a woodshock shock could, could shock, shock wood? wood. Uh-huh. Um, but Kirsten Dunst really she's is... She's the best. She's the best, and she is the American au pair. She does things that are so Think drained about her choices. out. There are... Someone posted a clip of her and bring it on yesterday. And I was like, she's done it all. She's done. She's really done (coughs) the correct Jumanji. Interview with a vampire. Well, I mean, that's her first, I believe. Isn't it? She's so, I mean, and just on from there. It's, she's really melancholia, which is really when it's solidified for me. Was that one? The suicide. Those girls. Yeah, but I think it's called The Suicide Diaries, maybe? No. What's it called? The Virgin, the Virgin Suicides. Suicides. Thank you, guest. Are you sure she's in it? Oh, yeah. She's, a she's star. in it. No, but that other girl's in it, too, who was like her main competitor, right? Who then she kind of like pushed down. Look Who was that? It was that other girl. You know, Dan's she had done out. Lolita, and she, people thought that it it's was going to be happen. her. It's going to happen. Spider Man. Oh, she did Spider-Man, Oh, my God, Kirsten. Everything. She's really, and she's directing the new version of The Bell Jar. Wow, is she in it? The Sylvia Plath. No, it's Dakota Fanning. Or Elle Fanning. Better. One of them. (laughs) I'm not sure which one it is. No, I don't like to compare sisters, but I did say to Harriet yesterday, I feel sad for Dakota Fanning because Elle Fanning is really, you know. She's exceptional. She's unbelievable. She's exceptional. Maybe Dakota doesn't want. Maybe uh, Dakota's writing it. a book. She's, in every, she? she's like in a movie on a TV show. You know what, what I mean? TV show is she on? The Alienist. Oh yeah, I'll watch that. I read the book years ago. Can you imagine? No, I don't know. It's a I... pop boiler thriller about you know a kind of like Jack the Rippery time, except it's happening in New York City. Someone's killing these people. It's there's sexual tones to it. I didn't know about Elle Fanning initially because she was doing like 
little how-to videos for like L.com about like, this is ballet. And I was like, what? don't. Are you serious? Yeah, she's doing one of those like Woof. Carly Kloss moments. Like, I was a ballerina. And I was like, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I mean, you took some class. Right. But, um, but then she just nailed it in so many movies. My God. Was Elle Fanning in Neon Demon? Yes. Okay. The Beguiled. Well, she's incredible in Beguiled. And she was incredible in Neon Demon, which is a movie I do not like. And also that Annette Bening really movie. It's really bad. It's so bad, but I hate that What was that good Annette Bening movie about the boy, and it's with Greta uh-huh. Gerwig, and, uh-uh. you know. Uh-huh. Uh, three Generations? No. Women. Uh-huh. 25th Generation Women woman. on the Verge. That is an old yeah. Pedro movie. Anyhow, our guest is chiming in now, and I want to bring her in. Okay. Sorry. Um, no, no, it's time. So, so we have to sit where you're close enough to my phone <laughs> somehow. Just move that chair over here. Yes. <laughs> yes. Everyone just cough it out. <laughs> um, so Good we're here morning. with we're here with a friend of ours who we love so much, <laughs> and she's tickles. really the real kind of famous now. <laughs> no, um, no. Yes, you are. No, no. What? No, we are niche. Read. No, he's no. also Dan, like, I'm he's, not, he's I'm not A-list famous. niche. We're, A-list. We're C-list niche. Yeah, yeah, at least we're C-list, though. I'd give us that. The niche list. We're here with Don Danigan. Hi. Somebody knew me in Who's San Francisco. Milk. Dan yeah. Donigan. Mm-hmm. You have trouble with names. What, what did I say? Dan, Dan Danigan. Don, no, Don Danigan. Don Which Danigan. is what people actually used to call me in high Don school. Don Danigan? Yeah. We're here with that. Don Danigan. Yeah. Um, A.K.A. Milk. A.K.A. So gorgeous. And we're so happy that we can be in your house and in the morning. We're, we're talking to you because yesterday, which is actually in two days for us, but yesterday for our listeners, your show started. Yeah. It Thursday. Started. Future past. Wow. Oh, this oh, is that's like right. Back to the future too. Yeah. Remember oh, the that? way we do this podcast. Oh, because it's coming up. Did it's you this, see that when you were a kid? Two days ago. It's two days from now is when it and premieres. And then a day yesterday. Right, but because right, but because <laughs> Back to the we future come out on Friday, was right? Incomprehensible to me I've as a never child. Seen I could never saw not it. Figure it out. We, no one saw mm-hmm. Back to the Future too. Everybody saw it. Mm, I saw Nightmare on Elm Street too. No, no, oh, no, 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 no. It is the gay one, and it's so amazing. Oh, it's super duper gay. It is so. It's super duper gay. I'm gonna sit here. It's super duper gay because the boy in the beginning, when he's unpacking his room, dances around to, it's the olden times Kylie Minogue. Minogue. There's a hidden L in Minogue. It's, um, what's her name? She did, um, the roller skating musical and she was in Greece. Starlight Express? Olivia Newton-John. Olivia Newton-John. Xanadu. Yeah. He's dancing around to Olivia Newton-John while unpacking his room Mm. and like lip singing to Olivia Newton-John and jumping around his bed. Do you say lip singing? I said lip syncing, but I love lip singing. No, a lot of people say lip singing, which I'm always like, what? Well, what you're doing is you're singing with your lips without singing. Better work. Um, (laughs) But it's synced. So he's he's lip syncing. He's being this little queen. And then another scene is when he's I playing. I feel he's having like a sex. Is he not having like a dream where like it's sort of like hypersexual? No. Well, he has this part where the gym teacher's been mean to him. And he goes and picks up his gym teacher at a leather bar. Oh. So, is that what that is? Yes. Okay. Yeah. There's guys in leather harnesses. And this gym teacher and him go back to the school to hook up. <gasps> really? And the gym teacher's like, let me just jump in the shower. No! And while he jumps okay, in the I've shower, the boy turns this. into Freddy Krueger and whips him the to death. The boy turns into Freddy Krueger? Yeah, he's possessed by Freddy Krueger. And he whips him to death with wet towels. 
And every, How do you know all this? I've watched the movie twice. Not gonna watch it. You should watch it. It's no. incredible. And then every time he goes to hook up with the main girl, he like gets sick. Like he can't do it. And Freddie kind of takes him over because, and it was played by a guy who's gay. The uh-huh. actor's gay. I've like face stalked him and stuff. I'm sure I wrote him an email. Did like, you guys watch Versace? No, is it out? First episode. I, I haven't seen, I haven't it, seen yet. it yet. We won't talk about it. Don't yeah. talk we about, won't it. Talk about it. it. I love Chris be, Charisma. There should be Darren like an Darren American Chris. crime story. And I don't know if it would be bad because it would involve like a young child murder. But why why isn't there like a Jean Benet one? There Queen. Will be, I'm sure. There's the most incredible Jean yes. Benet uh, movie. Netflix. Are you talking about Netflix, the Netflix? That was made one? by that Australian director where they yeah. interview people from the town. And then it's but turned it's, into like this postmodernist theater. Well, right. Film They're supposed thing. to be like actors auditioning for this role, but they are then telling They're, the story. And they about literally what are happens. people from the town. Oh, are they? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Dan, oh. what town are you from? I'm from Syracuse, New York. How was that? Upstate New York. Yeah, yes. it was great. Ah, it oh, was, was it great. really? Yeah. Were you bullied no, growing bad. up? I mean, it wasn't bad, but. Um, I wasn't, I, I, I have to say I wasn't like bullied because I didn't allow myself to sort of be right. visible enough to bully. But you're six You were a coward. So, I was a coward. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was a wallflower. Agreed. I was a cowardly wallflower. <laughs> were you really? Yeah. I can't even but picture I, that. But I wasn't I tall until I was like 25. Word. No. <laughs> no. Like, like, uh, like eight. 19 is Are when you I started, the tallest like, of the gorgeous Donegan brothers? Yes, I'm the tallest. Have you and seen the youngest. Brothers? I've seen it's the one brother ridiculous. as the child who's so handsome. I mean, he's a stunning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you stayed. have good bone structure. Your yeah, family. our family, really good. our family yeah, has done a lot well. Of I feel very bones, grateful for tummies. the genes. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I didn't allow myself to be like that visible. I would sort of like slink to like my classes and instead of like sticking out in the hallway. Were you doing figure skating though growing up? Yeah. How and did kids not know about that? I just come it was for really tough. I was really tough to keep it a secret because the high school I went to there was a skating rink just opened up nearby mm-hmm. um, like five minutes away from the high school and so the high school started a hockey team uh, um, and so I would skate at that rink and oh then God. at the same time that there would be like hockey games going on where all the kids in the school we're like coming to see the hockey games. I wasted so so much of my parents' money by like not hiding away, yeah. like like on the side, so like people wouldn't see me. I Ugh. remember they were talking about it in some skating documentary. I watched a Michelle Kwan skating documentary. Amazing. Like, What's that called? Her. Where you like pay to just have the ice, like a session. A session. Yeah, a yeah, session. yeah. Like a session was usually like fifty minutes. And how much does that cost? Um. Well, when I lived in. Boston, I think a session was between like fourteen and twenty dollars. Oh, that's okay. For fifteen minutes? No, fifty. Oh, for fifty? Oh, okay. Maybe that's studio rental. Yeah, sounds like studio rental. When all the skaters are warming up before competition, Uh and everyone's just skating at once. Yeah. Is that so scary? It's not very scary. It's sort of just like it's sort of just like practice. But nobody hits each other. Well, they try not to. There have been many sort of scary collision moments. Have yeah, you had yeah. a scary collision moment? Um, no, I have not. Nope. That's nice. Yeah, that's, that's great. Good. But I've seen some. I've seen some just like... Do you have metal Blades to heads. Blades um, to heads? Yeah, well, just like somebody has their leg extended up and then somebody's skating backwards this way. And so oh it's God. just like... Wah! 
I went to high school with this singer. Her name was Hillary Klein, and she. I was a freshman. We're gonna call her Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff, and I was a freshman. She was a senior, and she was very manipulative with Hillary Duff. So I loved her. And Hillary was like the sort of like diva singer of the school. She was a star, and we were both in chamber singers. And one day she told me she was like, I was a competitive figure skater as a child, which was true. And she was like, and one time I. I was um, competing and I saw someone's leg fall off. And I was no. like, no. And I was like, wait, what? And she was like, yeah, like they were really injured. They had like loosened all these ligaments. They went up for a jump and their leg just flew right off and then fell down and it continued skating. She's and a I liar. had to skate right after on the blood. Wait, I'm sorry. And she She's said, a liar. And she said the leg <laughs> fell down and continued skating. The like fell, the leg fell down off, on its skate. skated and then fell over. <laughs> and I, I was 13. That's and I was like, crazy. I was 13 and I'm very impressionable and I was like that was the most incredible story I'd ever heard and I was like I I I needed all the details and you were like it's true it's true she's amazing that's really good isn't that mean I love that the leg fell off and fell down and and kept skating skating. isn't that mean until the leg fell over I I had to go skate out on the blood I was told many things that's why I don't remember anything anyway I saw some fingers be run over before did they come off they did it was they were like severed oh right did not Oh, not fully. Yeah, and did would you? And you just kept going back. That didn't. That wasn't enough. For for skating. Yeah. Well, yeah. It it was sort of like don't fall and don't put your hands on the ice. You know. And you were also big, so you were like. I wasn't big. Wait. So how tall were you before you were tall? Like when you say small, like small, like me. I was probably like I was probably five seven. What? Up until five eight. Up until I was like. 18. Yeah. And then oh, do you remember being in pain? pain? Well, no, I mean, yeah. I mean, I was growing, I guess I was growing a little steadily. Liar. But up until I, like I, I was 18, like, came up off. until I was 18, I wasn't like six foot. Oh, interesting. I was just like steadily growing. But yes, there was a lot of pain that you felt growing through your bones. Growing pains are real. Do you have yeah. stretch marks? Um, on my butt, maybe. Oh, how embarrassing. We all have, I think, stretch marks on our yeah, I butt. I do. I have a little tiny butt. Oh, I have some stretch marks on my butt. My butt grows, it shrinks, yeah. it grows, it shrinks. Oh. Just, you know, tragic flaw. Um, when did you, so did you move to Boston for college? I moved to Boston to skate. So after I graduated oh. high school, um, uh, I... The day after, I jumped on a Greyhound bus and like with like five suitcases and like moved my life to Boston. Where were you going to stay? I was I was staying at uh, another male straight male figure skaters like apartment. Okay, a straight male figure Uh, skaters apartment, not another because I'm like compared to who you no. And so and so, my parents were like waving me off at the bus station, and then like. Later in life, I'm like, why didn't they drive and me? Why didn't they drive They you? weren't doing anything. It's so weird. But you, how many siblings do you have? Two older brothers that were already out of the house already. Wow. They were like, I guess bye, they were just we're like, tired. bye, good yeah. luck. Just like, see yeah. ya. We'll come they visit soon. You. They wanted you to have right. that experience. I, right. I mean, I, I was always the more responsible child. Did you mm. feel freaked out? Yeah, 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 yeah. You were 18. I mean, you were six feet tall, at least by this point. I, was, I think I was still 17. I was still like a day... I still had, like, a day of 17. When's your birthday? Uh, June 23rd. Uh, you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. June 23rd. And you were like, yeah. college isn't for me. At first, no. I was, I was get, taking like, a year off. can figure skating scholarships? 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 It's a real... We're all no. drunk. Mm-mm. 
No. No, you can't. What? what? You can get a scholarship for scholarship. Yeah, they're, I feel Hockey. like all the schools have sports, and you can get a scholarship. <laughs> for most, it's mostly for, for like team sports. So you're skating is a sport, not, not a, to a not college. Not like a team. Well, and it's not like a team sport, like basketball or hockey or football or mm-hmm. like even like uh, track and field. That's more of like a team-ish sport, okay. even though you're mostly competing on your own. Swimming. Yeah, but you like travel to these things as Diving. a team. Yeah. So did you? So you moved in with this guy straight guy yeah how old was he he was probably like 22 you were roommates Mm -hmm. you had your own well i lived no i lived on like i slept on the couch how did you guys meet a competition no uh through uh my coach my coaches uh who i was going to be training with in boston they also coached him and so they were just like hey can you like open up your apartment for X amount of time and he'll just sleep on the couch. Did you think you were gonna did you want to like go to the Olympics? Was that like Um, the thing? No, I think my mom always like my mom always like instilled in my brain that like the Olymp that it's very difficult to get to the Olympics and Uh don't let that just be your one goal because it happens every once every four years and only like a handful of people get to go per like discipline. So So what was your goal? You were I just love to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I wanted to, to compete. I wanted to do... I mean, I, I wanted to do well, but I just, like, had fun. And like, your partner skating. was in Boston with you? Yes. Did she move from I had Syracuse? three different partners in Boston. No. Oh. So... Did any of them make it to the Olympics? Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> no. Boy. No. Did any of them a girl make it like, to, like, the ice capades? A girl like... A girl I tried out oh, with... Oh, shame. Read. A girl I tried out with... Uh, I had a couple tryouts with. She skates uh, for Canada now, and she's. Uh, I think she's gone to the Olympics. Uh, she yeah, she's done very, very well. Thankfully, she didn't choose me because her partner's really great. <laughs> <laughs> well, but you were coming. You were going to come to a close with it. Hmm. You were going to come to a close in a way with figure skating in the way that you were, and by like when did you kind of stop? Stop. Um, I retired from skating. <laughs> In 2009. Oh, so like a good long while. But like mm-hmm. how long were you, had you been with James at that point? A year. You and James had been together for a year. Mm-hmm. And then where, did you have a job? Um, I was at that point in time in 2008, 2009, I was going to school. I had started up school because um, I graduated high school in 2005. And so from two, 2005, 2006, I didn't go to school. Went to community college after that, and then transferred to UMass Boston. So I was studying at the time, and then working at Mark Jacobs at the time. Just in, as a retail queen? As a retail queen, yep, yep, yep. And yep. you and James met at a drag party? Is that right? No, we met at, through mutual friends, at uh, just a dance club, gay dance club. Did you kiss right away? Did you kiss that mm-hmm. night? Mm-hmm. Oh, you, wow, no. No. I think we, I asked James that waited, question, too, when I've asked him about like, this. We, we went on our first date. Uh, March 3rd, 2008. Oh, that's um, crazy. That he remembers it? The numbers. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I'm pretty, I'm pretty good with, like, numbers. Wow. And, like, dates. Um, and, uh, yeah, where was I going with That you guys thing? met. Oh, where we met. At um, that club, and then you went on a date. Then we went on a date, and then we didn't even kiss that night, but our date lasted, like, three, four hours, which is so great. Um, is that long? That's long. <laughs> for a date? Okay. For a first date? Yeah. I don't remember What did anymore. you talk about? Um, he talked about his cat, and now our cat, Miss Bit. Still alive. Yep. 
Um, she's and over there. She's somewhere. She's so small. Um, and oh, she has a UTI. I know. Oh, what a slut. I know. The, the other day. That's what happens if you like the ass and then like the pee? The know? other the other day I had press for All Stars last yeah. week, and so I had like pulled all of this like high fashion. Um, <laughs> yes. And, and so um, I, your studio, storage unit, studio. No, it was, it was all here. Okay. It's I was in getting that changed room, here. right? It used, Dan it used has to spaces be. now. Now I have my own space. Oh, wow. Um, so, Mizbit is, like, bleeding out <gasps> of her, like, pee hole. Oh. And it's just, like, gelatinous oh. red oh. goo. Was she freaked out? Coming out. She was freaked out, for sure. Yeah. And there I am, just already in face. Like, I had, um, I had gotten the chance to borrow this... Like Vivian Westwood look, right. and so there I am, like cleaning up bloody cat oh goo. Oh my god! And just like Westwood, and I'm just like, oh god, the glamour oh god. of children, right? The glamour <laughs> of children. You have... can have your face done in Vivian yeah. Westwood and still have to clean yeah. up your child's would, blood from their never, UTI. I will never so have scary. a child. Anyway, so she's doing much better. Um, we've also started giving her uh, wet food. Okay. She's 17. Right. So in the, That's amazing. And the vet was just like, she's she's why haven't kitty. you given her wet food yet? And we're just like, I don't know. Because she looks thin and gorgeous, so we give her the try. <laughs> Come on, girl. Everyone knows she her raw food so diet. Cute, though. Misfit is so cute, and I wouldn't be able to tell that she was 17. I know. She's had good work done. She's so little. Yeah. Really good. Can you small imagine? Like, helpful. Little You're kitty like Thank you. Thank it you. might not go well for Dan and I. My body hurts already. I you're, turned 30. I'm and scared I'm just for your like, joints. Yeah. Really? Just like my back and my Well, shoulders. you're also pounding around in those heels. It doesn't go it, well for tall people generally. And really? like Mm-mm. carrying around like drag bags is the worst. It's awful. It Huge. hurts my body so much. But you've been doing like the gym mix kind of really started this past year, I would say. Right? Where you started to get this body... I'd say it started... I started going to the gym in, like, 2016. Mm. Yeah. In earnest. In earnest. Yeah, because I feel like you... Your shoulders are so similar to Jeremy's. You're the only two men I've ever met who have these. Oh, does he have bones? He has these, yes. It's so sweet, I love it. Yeah, like my shoulder horns. It's like Maleficent. Well, Mm -hmm. it's where your wings come from, because you're both angels. Okay. <laughs> the wings come out of shoulder, just not the right back, there, but no, just the but top of the shoulder. Of the shoulder. Like, you see, remember that? That was so sad. And Maleficent, when like she cut gets her wings, wings off. the boy does. Did you see uh, Maleficent? I can't remember. It was awful. I think it felt. I like mean, it was good. I'm that like part was deep, awful. Deep. I already deeply remember films. So, did you finish college? No, I dropped out. Fierce. You don't yeah. need it. I dropped out 2010. Was that when you guys moved here? No. Uh, so I was still living in Boston. So I dropped out of college because I was like, this isn't for me. Mm-hmm. And um, then I started working full time um, at Mark. And Had you met Mark by then? Mm-hmm. I only met Mark like a year, a couple years ago. Okay. While living in New York. Um, and so I started working for Mark full time. And then um, summer of 2011, I moved to P-Town and I lived there for the summer uh-huh. because they had a Mark Jacobs store there. And that I've was magical. Oh, it's great. You have to I go. Know. It's really amazing. I really, really want to go. Yeah. It's really, really incredible. Um, and that's where like I say like 
my eyes sort of open to what drag can be because mm-hmm. living in Boston, drag there was just like female impersonation. And you and James had started, were already doing drag. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when was the first time you ever put makeup on your face? Well, for skating, do they put on makeup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. I wore like a beat. Did you really? Oh my God. Uh, I had um, a, one of my coaches, Tom Lashinsky, he, uh, he was, he's this queen. Just like queen, queen, queen. So amazing. So wonderful. Um, and he taught me to like put on makeup. And he would always be like, we need more blush. We need more blush. Do you think that I like, showed up on the ice with more blush than the girl I was skating with. Was like Evgeny Plashenko <laughs> wearing makeup? I mean, I think most skaters do. It's just a, some wear more than others. Did you wear false eyelashes? No, no. 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 I did wear mascara though. I feel well, like yeah. for the broadcast of very very light yeah yeah <clears throat> when they're like zooming yeah in. for the gentlemen especially yeah. what's that i don't know it's oh, a it's hair, hair of some sort i have a story about my hair in a minute we'll keep going dan <laughs> um <laughs> so when did you did you and james first do makeup together so james first did my face i think because she was already like i had drag queen he was already doing it uh mm. i think james did my face first in 2008 or nine mm-hmm. For uh, this party that they did in Boston called New Snacker Night Out. Is that with a K? New Snacker. New Snacker? uh, It's Nutcracker in like German or something. Yeah. Um, Because they they would have like their last matinee show on a Sunday and then they'd get dressed up and like as Nutcracker characters. Uh huh. And go out. And so I was the Spanish Lolita the first time I was yes. out there. Yes. Bless you. Yeah. James Thank painted you. my face. I looked actually very pretty. It was very light, but very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started learning to do my own makeup after that, and I looked wretched. Looked I think I remember some awful. of the eyebrows. Which there then made me laugh eyebrows. really hard when Reed and I showed up as the evil queen and Maleficent to that party, <laughs> and you laughed so hard at the way I did my eyebrows. Like, I, I won't forget it. I remember your... <laughs> I remember the look on your face and the sharp high inhale you took in and you were like and you were like I love it and I was like I know it's a mess and you're like it's amazing <laughs> I mean I've got some real eyebrows that are they yeah. wait, they can't be covered well they're very yeah. hard to cover we, we tried we so tried. hard that night we tried Thick. mine I'm you giving... can just cover with like a little bit of spit basically yeah. <laughs> it's, really, yeah. it's gone you really can spit and powder yeah. that's all you need for real eyebrows and then it got really form, and then you really formalized in. But then you were saying caramelized, caramelized. Yeah. You just like caramelized your candy apple. But then what? we were in your candy apple. What we're, are you talking about? You we were making a joke about formalized caramelized candy apple. You just okay. <laughs> I really missed it, you guys. It's I was right. like, why are we talking about caramelization? Formalized, I'm caramelized. I'm hungry too. I have to, like, snarf that salad I brought before I go. Snarf! Anyhow, mm-hmm. then you went to P-Town. Uh, and th- that's then when I went you, to P-Town. Is that your first experience seeing Dina? Yes. <sighs> seeing Dina. Well, in... Dina uh, Martina, ladies and gentlemen, yes. is... Yes, look her up. I think the best... Some of the best times I've had in a night out are Dina Martina, Justin Bond, Meow Meow. Those are, like... <laughs> the, those three performers are really... Well, and I remember meeting Dina, uh, her 
boy name is Grady. Yeah. Yes. Um, and I, I would see, I would go out on a Sunday in P-Town to this bar. It was at the time called Enzo. And on Sundays they had this party called Church. And so I saw this, like, guy just standing sort of, like, by himself, like, in the corner. Just, like, glasses. Just Super being very warm. quiet. Yeah. yeah. And, like, come to find out that was Dina Martina. And Dina Martina is, like, this outrageous, like, character. It's- How would you describe... I've described Dina Martina in many ways before to people. I've said, like, the John Wayne Gacy of drag. The, um, <laughs> the, like, if you, like, took a kind of John Wayne Gacy clown look, but then fused it with, like, a, a crazy... Child's, a like... child actress, Judy Garland, yeah. kind of, like... And mm-hmm. it's really the way she... Like, she always sings and does... She sings songs. She's not a lip syncer. And she does soft Gs for everything. She What's has a, a soft G? A gift instead of a gift. Yeah. And changes oh, instead you know? of changes. Yeah. The stage. <laughs> yeah. And I remember like, her singing at a Christmas show and her opening with um, Like a Prayer. And she changed she, she changes the lyrics and the, it was, You hear my voice. You have no choice. You hear my voice. And I was like, that is, that is. And then she said, it's like an angle sighing. And it really. But that's the opposite. It's of a hard, Is it a hard G? Well, she calls it a, she calls. Oh, she way, switches. The she's, she's like, it's a soft G. She's I really, and then she has this daughter sure. that's a drag doll that she'll bring out on stage called Phoebe, which is Phoebe. Mm-hmm. And she'll bring the doll out and the doll, it'll be Grady's voice being a doll's voice. And she'll like tickle the doll while Grady's voice will go, stop it, mother, stop it. Mother, please, please stop it, mother. No, and he, no. And, and Dina wears this like, it. It looks like a child's uh, Snow White costume mm-hmm. where the back is completely open, open. because she can't Fit close it. it. Right. And, so and he just has this back hairy back. back. It's and so she, And good. she does camel toe, like real extreme camel toe on the jumpsuits. Mm. And it's really... Anyway, look her up. She's really amazing. I've had extreme catharsis in Dina Martina things. And I've met Dina out. I met as Grady. Yeah. Who's so sweet. Mm-hmm. So soft-spoken. Really kind. Seattle-based, I believe. Seattle-based, yeah, yeah. Um, you can get the Holiday album on iTunes. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, President, the President's Day song. Uh, it begins with Presidents. Presidents, what is it all about? We'll grab a chair and sit right there and you will find right out. And she's way back when, I can't remember, in 1943, a bunch of men with great big pens, they signed a Declaree. Like, and she does this part in 1943. That's a that's the wrong year. Well, Damn, I think were that's you the scared thing. Scared to move to New York. <laughs> Change topic. Back on track, please. Uh, no, I was very excited. Why? Guys... <laughs> but did you did you have prospects? Did you know you'd be working at Mark Jacobs? And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I talked to when I was when James got the job with American Valley Theater. I contacted corporate. Um, How many years had you been together? In 2012, we had been together for four years. And you were like, we're definitely going to move together to yes. New York. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, there was no question about it. That's nice. Um, and so, yeah, I got a job at the men's store on Bleecker Street and uh, as an assistant manager. And um, then I stayed with the company and up until 2014 when RuPaul's Drag Race Season 6 started airing, which was the first season I was on. And uh, then I left the job um, to do drag full time. You knew you could like make a career of it. I I knew I could make a. I hoped and hopefully knew that I could make a career of it 
for at least a year. And I was just like, after a year time, I'm sure it's going to die down. And I'll go come back to like reality of it like didn't. working a corporate job. And it didn't. Yeah, it really didn't. Yeah, it kind of crazy. Exploded. Four years now. Four years. You're Four an years. anomaly, though. Um, I'd say maybe. I, I mean, this number, it could be, this percentage could be way off, but I'd say like 40% of drag race girls do drag full time. Wow. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's really good. Is that good? Say. Maybe yeah. it's not that. I don't know. <laughs> You're like, I'm, bad. I'm bad with percentages. I don't know. It's, I mean, you, you are gone a lot. Mm-hmm. How many weeks out of the year are you gone? Um, or how is it? What is oh, it I don't know. End, um, really? It's just... It's. I feel you're gone at least like three times a month, is what it seems like. Yeah. Oh, so many airports. A lot of airports. Yeah. The travel sucks. Like, I <clears throat> Do remember you have a good before. Cards, you're like getting miles. You can start going business and stuff like that. Well, I've 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 reached. Uh, I've strictly fly Delta, and so mm. I reached their top like. Um, diamond tier. Yeah, their diamond tier. Wow, they, what does yeah. that mean? It just means you get like pampered a little bit. Like you, you can enter like class? the sky lounges and stuff. No, no, no. I I usually fly a coach ticket is always purchased, but with my status I can some sometimes like be upgraded to right. either Delta Comfort or like sometimes If it's available for free. If it's available for free. Wow. And then or you can like go into the lounge first class. always. Yes. You can always go into the lounge even though you're not in business. Mm-hmm. Yes. Very yeah. nice. Yeah. Jeremy is nice. getting up there. Oh yeah. She's getting close up to the uh-huh. Amazing. Yeah. No, it's it's out. nice. I mean if only I'd been responsible. Well, well same. When I first started yeah. traveling for drag, I would just take whatever airline like the club right. wanted me to take. Right. And so for the first year or two, like I w- I didn't have status at all. Right. And so then this past year, I'm with a new management company and so they're like you're Strictly flying Delta. Wouldn't so, it be amazing yeah. if Delta had a milk plane? <laughs> I I wasn't going to go all the way that so far, amazing. but I did I'm, have I'm but I did the, have I'm a thought the, of her doing a commercial for them. I'm not the most famous or popular drag race girl that flies Delta. Well, you're the Who most is, famous Bianca? and popular drag race girl in the world. What? Who? But <laughs> <laughs> you're the most famous and popular <laughs> oh, drag race girl no. in the world. Well, according to me. Well, that's nice. As you know, as a friend, my watching of that show is scattered, so my knowledge is I am thin. I'm <laughs> obsessed with it. I mean, I love that show, but I love Rue, and mm-hmm. I met Rue. I met Rue out of out of drag years and years yeah. ago, um, and I just I love her so much. Mm-hmm. But the only two I know are you and Bob. Bob, because I did a TV show with her. Okay. And you, because you're my friend. Yeah, we're friends. Yeah, we're I. Love you. Bosom and you friend. were so bosom buddies. <laughs> and you were gross. so amazing on that. On What's gross show? about bosoms? Oh, do Reed. you have something wrong? Is there no. something wrong right. with a feminine bosom? No, I like it. <laughs> it's a real it's a real like lunch break moment at school, no, like this it. one. Um yeah. do you remember Penelope Cruz and Vanilla Sky? They showed a boob and I was like, ooh, very really? titillating. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. I never seen I, it. I just remember the part where Cameron Diaz drives says, Do you believe in God? and drives the car wait off the bridge. Wait till you see Penelope Cruz in this Versace thing. Oh, I can't wait. Is she Donatella? Mm-hmm. She's pretty. Yes. I love her. She's for Donatella. Very pretty. Yeah. Yeah. She's also Spanish. So you'll see. Right. It's yeah, it's wild. It's a wild, that's a wild one. Remember when uh, Gina Gershon played Donatella? No. 
Oh, uh, it's incredible. Her teeth are just a work of art. Gina's? Gina's? I love Gina. I so love her. Have you met her? No. She's amazing. Is she? she yeah. They you know. are sharp, are they? Very. No. Well, in they're, movies, they're they look sharp to me. They look sharp. She's so incredible. So wait, when you did, so when you first did RuPaul's, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know, but how did you, did, when did you know that you were going to be on All Stars? I just found out, uh, I was called last summer, summer of 2017. That's right. I actually remember now. Were you in the room? No, you weren't in the room. No, but James came to a rehearsal for me that day. Yeah. We signed NDAs, whatever, whatever, whatever. Right. Right. Um, but I was, I was, when I got the call, I was in James's dressing room. He had just like at the Met, he had just like performed La Corsair. I don't know. Something uh-huh. like that. Bayadere. No, he doesn't do Bayadere. Whatever. Oh, he was doing La Corsair. Who cares? Right. Some old ballet. <laughs> and so um, <laughs> I get off the phone and James is just like, what, what the hell was that? And I was just like, I think I'm going to be on All Stars. Yeah. And, yeah. And so it was like, I don't know. It was really exciting and something I wanted for ever since coming off of season six. The looks, the ad for it with you all in gold, it's so fierce. I'm mm-hmm. so excited for this season. I know you, know, you I can't talk little... about any of the surprises. No. No. Well, the first 15 minutes came out on uh, yesterday. Oh. On what? On VH1. Like hey, a, when a did they preview. go to VH1? Season nine, oh, they went to that's, VH1. Is that good or bad? It's good because it, um, I don't know, it push, it pushes it from just being on Logo, which is no. just a gay network right. that a lot of eyes wouldn't see normally, to VH1, which is like way more mainstream and like pushes this content into mm. the eyes Next of Next stop, everybody. Lifetime. You know what I mean? Big <laughs> <Think> time. <laughs> I mean, it would be amazing if it was on NBC. And I remember when Rue was on VH1 when I was a kid, because mm-hmm. Rue had... Her right. talk show talk on show. VH1 yeah. when I was a kid. I remember her interviewing um, Doogie Howser. What's his oh, name? Really? Neil Patrick Harris. Neil Patrick Harris, who was currently on Broadway doing Rent. And he had, I was like watching this when I was like 12, and he had black fingernails. He's and gay, right? Cr- yeah. Very yeah. gay. He's he like has with a husband. Children, yeah. All the whole Wait, his- who's his husband? I don't know. He was a, he's a, was an actor, and now okay. I think he's a chef. I saw him in a play years ago. I can't okay. remember his name, though. Handsome. Okay. Big dick. He was naked in the play. Shh. He was naked in the play. Shh. It's called A Play About the Baby. It was this Edward Albee play, and he okay. was naked in it. So, but his fingernails were black, and RuPaul said, Ru goes, is that for, um, so is that for rent, or is that for your life? <laughs> and he goes, oh, it's, it's for, it's for the, it's for rent. And she goes, oh, I'm sure. Stop! <laughs> yes, it was so... Stop! Because he wasn't out yet. Right, yeah. And she was really like, girl, come on. Yeah. And through the whole interview, it was just filled with, girl, you're in a safe zone to do it. On national, do it. On national television, this is such a safe zone. Not yeah. safe. <clears throat> and he didn't. Yeah. But I remember being able to read the code in middle school and being wow. like, I love her so much. For pushing this thing. Because I remember seeing Doogie Howser as a kid and being like, um, you gay. Really? You're gay. Oh, absolutely. Was just a baby. Well, so was I, but I still knew. <laughs> I knew out of the womb. I knew wow. about myself and everybody else. So, um, I'm excited to see the 15 minutes that came out. Mm-hmm. I, I don't say anything. I don't only saw so it. far were the like pre-interviews of the day that you did the photo so shoots fierce. in the gold. Mm-hmm. And you were so informational. I was informational? 
Yeah, like you were funny, but you were also so concise and clear about whatever they were that's, asking. That's it was funny. very different from I was, the other girls. I was super stoned that day. Oh. Really? Yeah, I just showed... I, I, I kind of... Don't you ask for a fan or something? Yeah. Like, I was sweating a lot. And, like, I usually... Um, I usually smoke or take an edible in order to stop sweating because actually like <laughs> it, no weed does help me like stop sweating or stop feeling like temperature in an extreme way right well calm especially like being in drag when there's a lot of makeup you're wearing a lot of clothes you have hair on yeah and do you feel very hot you, you nervous perhaps too. right and so and it just makes you and then I just start thinking about how much I'm sweating or how hot it is when... And then and you then sweat more. When, I, when I'm, like, stoned or whatever, I'm just like, oh, it's whatever. Like, don't... I don't even sweat. It's crazy. I have a question. What's up? Yeah. Um, now that you have, like, wearing makeup is, like, your job... Uh-huh. Will you tell us about how you keep your skin beautiful? It's really good. I don't... I mean, I... Well, I, how do you keep your skin from just I'm falling I'm grateful off? and blessed. Um... I don't, I just... You wash your face with palm oil. quite the... I cleared my throat inside. <laughs> <laughs> my voice teachers used to be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, inside. You, you cleared it while swallowing. It was a kind of um, mixture. So I, I take off my face usually with dish detergent, which is bad for you. So I wouldn't recommend doing that if you have like sensitive skin. But that's how they skin. clean the duckies and the oil spill. Well, that's what I think. It's just like, they use this to clean like fluffy little animals. Yeah. So it must be okay for my human skin. I think you're okay. I think I'm okay. Remember, I soaked in it. Remember? I soaked in it. Madge, I soaked in it. Palmolive. That was the what? commercial. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen that one. I remember it. It took well, me a while. It. I had to I had to stare at Reed while he did it for a, a bit and then I got it right. It was at like the end all these ladies who would just see each other on the street and be like tell the lady who's the spokesperson for Palmolive, they'd be like <gasps> they'd show her her hands. Oh. I soaked in it because like they weren't getting dry hands because right. they were using Palmolive. Oh, so it was it was perpetuating the idea that women have to do Absolutely. dishes. Absolutely. It was the okay. 80s. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> Reagan era. Um, um, so you do and then I a just dish soap. yeah, and then I just wash my face with um, what is it? Cetaphil, Cetaphil because yeah. that's James's thing. Yep, and then just moisturize with, with uh, Cerave. Is that C E R A V E? So you're also doing like James's thing for James does that. It's the most uncomplicated skin regime you can do. Well, when he went to his dermatologist, it was yeah. yeah. When he went to his dermatologist, they said like all of these like crazy products, like these proactives and all oh, of this stuff, good. are like destroying your like Bacteria. natural skin. Yeah. yeah, and so it's just like just use like you 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 only have to use for us since we. Uh, I'm sure there are people out there that don't have. Uh, skin like we do and okay. aren't able to use Calm these down. like no but they, I'm sure they do and so some people may have to use other stuff but for us we've we've been blessed to be able to use just like well I found that the less I do the better off I am yeah I just use my Ayurvedic oil and call it a day the what super simple <laughs> no it's just from a tree it's called neem oil I just put oh, oil yeah. that's it though but pure neem oil smells really bad so you have some there's something kind of, in it you, sample you, you, yeah you've you've been given like a mix because pure I have pure neem oil at home and it smells yeah not it's great finding it's like Nemo? antibacterial and it just like keeps you it should be called that finding neem oil um 
I the I have a question that's not a light question. Well, it's okay. kind of like oh, no. you're well, you're very involved politically, which is something that I love. Mm-hmm. It's and you've really used actually the uh, amount of followers you have through social media and stuff to bring awareness to issues such as uh, I think today's the Chechnya walk, yeah, and uh, t- or is it today or tomorrow? Okay, yeah, right. Because we just found out they killed that guy. Yeah. They did. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. Um, well, uh, what's, what's his name? Uh, Carrot Bakayev. Uh, Zelim Khan B- Bakayev. Yeah. Um, so the Chechen leader uh, came out saying that um, Zelim was murdered, but he was saying he was murdered by his family as an honor killing, which governments have been uh, promoting um, to family members with. LGBTQI uh, individuals within their family. What's I? Intersex. Intersex. Mm. Yep. Um, and so that those things have actually happened. Like in Canada, there was a family... Even in Canada, like even they had... Uh, they were from a certain area where being gay is illegal. And so even f- from far away... So they lived in Canada. They uh, were Zaleem from somewhere family. else. Right. Not Zaleem. Oh, okay. So... Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. Just another, yeah, yeah. you got get it. A, yeah, immigrants. Another Chechnya yes. family, yeah. Yes. Um, they were they were told that being gay was wrong by their country and their leaders over there, and so then they murdered one of their queer family members. Wow. And it really is crazy that, yes, it's 2018 and this stuff still can't happen. And so it's, so the reason I like to share, to share it and bring light to it is, so we, we, we sort of pop this bubble of like safety that right. queer people are living in, in first world countries, yeah. the United mm-hmm. States, Canada, wherever else, Europe, um, for the most part. Um, and just make people realize that it's not safe everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. even, yeah, we can get gay married here, but you can still be stoned right. in some African con- yep. countries for just being queer. Um, and the idea of like raising uh, like a global queer consciousness, as far as if you mess with one queer somewhere else, like you're messing with, with us. And mm-hmm. so, and and now with social media being able to, maybe they maybe social media access is restricted for some of these people in Chechnya or elsewhere, but they are still sometimes able to see that people care about them, and I think that's what's most important about sort of being uh visible it's something that i deeply admire from you and i'm curious as well if you've had pushback on that from fans of people being like it's something that i've seen happen with um oh god i love her so much she's like she's such a fierce drag queen and her account is so i've never i've never met her she would do the showgirls um in san francisco the big showgirls evening um Who? God, and she's so Anyway, well, well she's a friend of we'll Parker's. But but people will be like, please keep your content to drag, you know. Oh. However, her con but her drag is not as sort of you're you're giving a, a very nouveau L Q Q K frequently. <laughs> <laughs> the Luke. Uh. Um No, I I mean I haven't really received I haven't received any sort of uh, negative negativity from it. Uh, it's mostly just been like, wow, thanks for bringing 
bringing this to our attention. Um, and at first when I, at first when I gained a, I guess a heavy followership, I didn't think it was right for a drag queen to talk about politics Mm -hmm. or anything sort of like negative at all, because our job as drag queens is to make people happy. And like when they see us, like allow them to forget the crazy world happening around them and bring them into a club and like perform and bring a smile, make them laugh, all that sort of stuff. But then I'm like, what the fuck is that going to do when there are people like being ostracized somewhere else for being gay or, mm-hmm. um, like it's, it, I think it is part of our duty as drag queens or as people with a followership to make a difference mm-hmm. because well, as what citizens, else are you doing? Yeah, I mean, this thing that has happened of citizens just getting turned into an audience or just getting turned into entertainers, and that is not that negates the first part of the society for them, which is that they're a citizen first, and then you have your job. Yeah, it's Jackie Beat was who I was trying to remember. Oh, yeah, it yeah, finally yeah. came mm-hmm. to the front of my mind. Yeah, um, and like, and it it's I mean, as stupid as it sounds, I it really is kind of like hot and sexy to be like socially active like it's to be an activist is like it means you care about somebody other than yourself yes you are you are gaining some sort of like uh feel good feeling good Mm -hmm. like moment from Mm -hmm. going out and marching and doing something right but you're, th- you're doing something for somebody else. I'd rather moment. have a good feeling about doing something great for someone else than stealing from them or ruining their lives, mm-hmm. which I think is kind of what we're up against. It has, It is becoming that black and white. Mm-hmm. So that was one question I had for you. Uh-huh. And the other one was, how was it working with Madonna? <laughs> um, which, of course, I was like, I so wanted to be there so badly. When Reed told me he was making your costume for it, I was lost my mind. Yeah, Reed, Reed made my uh, hung up. Leotard. The hung up leotard look. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You made a Gucci leotard queen. <laughs> was, was it Gucci originally Gucci? Leotard? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, everything she, everything she was doing through that was mainly Gucci. Because her stylist is... Um, a friend of a friend of mine. Okay. It was Gucci. Uh, Gucci. Um, uh, so she wasn't actually there. You didn't get to meet her? No, she lives in like Portugal, babe. Yeah. She was doing the voiceover. What? So like her (laughs) hairstylist. I can't handle it. Like hairstylist was there. Her, excuse me, her makeup artist was there. Her like. Did you do a Skype with her or anything? No. Her like main assistant was there. And so they were talking about M all day. Um, Eminem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. They started calling me M. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, as I'm getting my makeup done, um, her assistant comes over, and she was just like, M really wanted uh, me to place this in front of you. And so she placed down this raggedy little, like, tiny little book. And um, I, like, asked the makeup guy, and I was like, what is that? And he's like... Oh, that's her, like, sacred Kabbalah book. I knew it. I knew it. Before you said it, I knew it was going to be She always sits with it it in front of her whenever she's getting her, like, glam done. Huh. Then why isn't it with her in Portugal? It is. Because she's... Well, she's just... Maybe she has her own. Well, this was her book. I think it was her book. That's what was raggedy. (laughs) I don't think she was doing any... I think she's just living in Portugal right now. She's not, like, doing anything, like, glam-worthy. Um, and so one of my costumes for it was stolen. Um, 
at DragCon, at the Drag Queen convention in New York City called DragCon. Um, because I had a friend make it and I was bringing it Which there. Uh, it was a cone bra look. Oh, uh-huh. no. The Gautier. <laughs> yeah. And so I brought it there for him to do some changes with it. And it was in my bag. And then the morning of the shoot, I didn't even think about checking that bag because I was like, oh, it's still in there from DragCon. Oh, no. So the Stop. morning of the shoot, I opened the bag. Not there. It's gone. It is not there. <laughs> gone um and so i start freaking out i've like freaked out james because i was like what the fuck am i doing with my life absolutely so much stress and anxiety (laughs) i hate this drag sucks um i was stolen from from my own people yeah what kind of people are these well they wanted it they needed that's what i mean whoever took it well i can't wait to see it somewhere out there online and i'll be like you son of a bitch. I used to do a thing at FIT where I was always down in the computer lab working on something and I would inevitably leave my wallet because I'd be so, wow. like, dazed. And when I'd come back, it would generally, it would always be there, all the cash would be gone. And I'd be like, you know what? It's- Whoever took that cash, they needed it. Yeah. And you have that because your mother, your mother's purse getting stolen right. in Grand Central and her being like, well, it. And so whoever has it. your cone bra, they needed they it. They needed it. But, um, I mean, what I'm stemmed... I'm going to read them to filth on the what, Instagram. What stemmed from that was, still, I'm getting my makeup done, and I hear, like, M's assistant and somebody else, like, talking over there about the fact that I didn't have the cone bra look. Um, and they were like, don't worry about it, we'll figure something out. And then I hear them talk about uh, going into the vault. <gasps> and I'm just like, huh? And so 20 <laughs> minutes later... These two people with gloves on carry in this like this baby blue box. I'm freaking and out. So they're like, "Oh, milk, do you want to come over here for a second? And it's like, "Sure." I'm like sweaty, like makeup, makeup everywhere. Um, they open up the box and is the original oh, John Paul Gaultier. Wait, but where, the vault is in New York. It's just yeah, it's all I guess here. so. Okay, yeah. Um, and so they pull it out and. It's the original one with all the, like, the lacing yeah, here. Uh-huh. And, it's, okay, first of all... It's a trinket. Madonna is 5'3". Right. I am 6'3". Yeah. And a man. And so, in my head, I'm just like, uh, there's no way this there's is going to no fit. Way. This could fit on but, my hand. Yeah, but I'll still <clears throat> try it. And so, they, like, loosened all, like, the corseting stuff. And, like, I put one arm through. It does not... It doesn't even, like, wrap around, like, half my body. Right. It is just so tiny. But now, I my skin cells, my skin cells are on the original John. Oh, I thought you were going to say, like, your skin cells kicked in and you shrunk to fit it. Do you know what? So determined. We, I thought the same thing. Yeah. I had what? a real sci-fi experience <laughs> where I thought all of a sudden you were just, like... I was just a tiny body. Yeah, you were like, I will get in this. But you did wear a cone in the shoot, yeah, so, so how'd that happen? Up, they ended up going to Party City... <laughs> and they bought, they, they bought they bought like the material girl costume perfect that cost maybe what 20 bucks uh-huh. yeah so they bought two of them and then they had a seamstress on set who turned it the fuck out if you see it in the video i like saw it. she the 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 costume from party city had like different sort of like stitching and so mm-hmm. she took she ripped out all of the stitching added like 
pleading moments to it, added like a I don't know. She she turned it the fuck out. I it was looked very impressed. It yeah. Fancy. She really she really made it look expensive. It was really good. Um, not as expensive as your as the, rap <laughs> rap cardigan. <laughs> yeah. Leotard. My Gucci. Yeah. Rap your Gucci Leo. Um, but it was it was overall a great experience. Um Did you get any sure. product? I haven't gotten product. It'll come. No. Right? It'll come. When Maybe. you get it, can I have it since you don't use that? Sure. Since you, you only use CeraVe? We can, we can have an MDNA uh, skin I, party. It would mean so much to me. <laughs> I really, I was talking about how much I loved her again like a couple of days ago. If Just, there was a handwritten note from Madonna, would you like touch the ink and like mm-hmm. feel something? Would you lick sure. the ink? No. Would I'm not that desperate. It? No. Are you kidding me? Would out? you smell it? No. I would, I would just smell touch the, it. I'd smell the box to be like, I wonder what her house smells like. It's I don't even really, like her. I don't care about. Madonna. It probably. I know even, you really don't. It probably I wouldn't really even come from her house. I was. Though. It was really That's that true. I was just thinking. It's just when I think back on like who did it all, like who really put that all together, and how, and looking at so many people these days, where I'm just like, you're just like a cracked off part of that. Like, <laughs> it's just you know, I look at a lot of pop singers today, and I'm like, you're like a. Like a cracked off part of, I mean, for me, it does really end around like, not like right before Evita, I guess, for me with her. Like, I remember when Evita came out and I saw it and I was like, whoops. whoops. Yeah. I, oh, I like, like Evita. Mm. It's okay, Dan. It's, it's all right. <laughs> I remember watching it uh, when I was a kid. Uh, we had a snow day from school. Mm-hmm. And um, it's the day that Sonny Bono died. Um, and. I sat on my mom's bed. She had baked cookies, and she taught me um, how to knit while we watched. Yeah, yeah that's Madonna. a really sweet wow. memory. Yeah, that's gay. So nice. Sunny Super. Bono died. Gay. When did you Evita. come out to your family? Nineteen. When I was nineteen. Were they surprised? No, I came out when I was. How old was I? No, I came out when I was twenty-one. Okay. Were yeah. they surprised? Um. No, I mean, not really. They were very accepting. Like, my so brothers are like... skater drag queen. You had... <laughs> right, that, well, that's why I meant. <laughs> no, but they did. That was my kind of joke on where they surprised. Well, they didn't know I, I wasn't a drag... They didn't know I was a drag queen yet at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, like, another coming out. It's just like, right. hey, also, I dress in women's clothing, but I don't want to officially become right. a woman. But they're paying me. Yeah. <laughs> do they? Do they watch the show? Does they, your brother watch the show? My brothers watch have the watched show? it. They were there uh, in season six. I had a viewing party for the episode I got eliminated on. Uh-huh. And they were sitting right beside me. Oh, and like I started yeah. crying and they like gave me a big hug. It was very, very sweet. Well, you had a viewing party specifically for that episode? I, I had viewing parties every episode. Oh. Um, but that, that viewing party my brothers came to. And and you cried because you were. I was sad that you'd been eliminated, but you already. <laughs> but you remembered that you'd been eliminated, so you were just refeeling what it was like to be eliminated. Yeah, because I had mm. I I mean I lived the experience, but watching it mm. and seeing like how it was edited together mm-hmm. and just like how it played out was like oh fuck. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Dan's forearms are shaved. Yes, well, I feel it. You know, yeah. she's gotta. Um, but the reason I funny story the reason I actually got that Madonna campaign was. Because of the birth of my nephew, uh, Graham. Hey, Graham, if you're Hi, listening Graham. to this in the future. How old is Graham? Uh, he's just turned a year in October. And we have a lot of toddler listenership, so oh, he yeah? might be listening yeah. now. Yeah. Kids love us. The sound. The sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so my sister-in-law, my sister-in-law and brother, uh, after they had Graham, after my sister-in-law had Graham, 
um, sh- they joined this like new parents of Brooklyn like group. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like all young, like cool, I guess, parent new, and POB. new parents. Yeah, I'm in it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Oh, he is joking. Um, and so in it, uh, my sister in law became friends with this uh, woman named Anne. Uh, after she had her baby, Goldie. <coughs> hey, Goldie. Um, and Anne, She's a listener. Anne works for a production company, Full Full Picture Productions. And so I met them at like a play date once, like in a park in Brooklyn. And she was like, "Hey, would you ever be interested in like?" doing stuff with us we do stuff with like project runway and all this other sort of thing can you be a judge on project runway please that'd be fierce i don't know if i'm like that big yeah but i should be a judge on project um, runway okay and and so she calls me one day and she was just like so we we have this opportunity for you to work on this project with us um we've put your name for it and the client is very interested it's for a music artist and i was and like i was i was thinking like Paris Hilton. I, I mm. didn't. I didn't know. Is she Paris was a music Hilton artist. <laughs> yeah, she did that. Stars whole... are blind. She has a I bunch of songs. Oh my god, you have to listen to Stars, Stars are, blind. are blind. Yeah, yeah, it's the best song ever. Um, and so then I was like, yeah, that sounds interesting. Like, who is it? And they're like, Madonna. And I'm like, yes. That's so. Fierce. I'll do it. Yeah. Did you jump up and down when you got the call? Um. No. I jumped up and down when I got uh found when I found out that I was going to be in an AT and T commercial. <laughs> I jumped up and down just screaming with joy because I knew I was going to be put in a nice hotel in LA and make a lot of money. Sorry. Are you scraping your body? You know, against... this is the story about my hair. Just quickly, so you know how I have a magic stove. Yes. Yeah. Well, that stove turned against me last night. So I have a stove which is from the old times, and it right. for a while I was like, oh, it doesn't light. It doesn't have a pilot light. You have to light it with this little, you know, with a match. Or okay. So I was that like sounds scary. doing that. But then one day I turned so on the gas out. and before I could light it, it turned itself on. And I was like, well, mozzing. Pilot light. Okay. Last night I was baking a cake and I know that the oven doesn't pilot light, but I forgot. So I turned on the gas and it was on for a while. A while. Mm. And so after a time I was like, oops, I didn't light the light. I better oh, turn sure. off the gas. So I turned off the gas and then I... I waved the little wand of fire in the air just to see if there was, to burn off some of the gas and to see if there was a lot, but it wasn't like, it didn't flare at all. So I was like, oh, we're good. Did you open a window? So here's the mistake I made. <laughs> I didn't wait long enough. Yeah. So I then turned, I was like, but I got to light the oven, got to get this cake in, turn on the gas again. No. And when I lit the pilot light, no! there was a full explosion. Stop! You guys. And I... The hairs on my arms were burned off. The hair right here was burned off. Right here, you can see little, like, doll hairs. I can, I can. Yeah. And, but none of your eyebrow well, really. I a think little bit, my, maybe. Maybe, but my eyebrows are already, like, gone. how big was gone. the explosion? You know what? It happened to me. So, like, it's I didn't see it, but it was a fireball came out <laughs> Did of you make the a noise? Hard too, to say. I was fast, blown back, not. and then I you saw... You were blown back. I mean, I'm not into my back, but like, obviously, like, I, I, I like lurched Jumped. away from the fire. I can't believe that you didn't get burned. My skin was fine. It's just yeah, my hair. like a little were, peel. But when I looked in the mirror, I was like, oh my God, that was so crazy. And I could see that on my arms, like, things were like burned. And I was like, oh my God. So then I went into the bathroom to look at myself, thinking, like, oh my God, I'm going to look like one of those, like, a doll that a Barbie, like, a yeah, child yeah, yeah. had gotten yeah. to. 
I, I looked like Wiley e. Coyote or like Sylvester the cat in an explosion because my hairs were all just like fried and like up, sticking up and I immediately just like started to scrub it and all this like it fell into the sink. It was so crazy. Was your, you guys. Had your, was your was, face just normal? Did your face just fine. look normal? Mm-hmm. So it just caught the hairs. Caught my hairs. Was it good cake? Wow. It's great cake. It's a great. What, I haven't eaten it yet. What cake was it? It's the Japanese jiggle cake. I made yeah. it again for my boyfriend's birthday. Wait, the, his birthday. The raindrop cake? No, 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 no. It's no, this no, no. jiggle cake. It's like that... a Japanese cheesecake. Yeah. Okay. But it, it can check. Yeah. But anyways, so. <clears throat> You know, Harry Potter stove turned against me. Oh, explosion. That's so scary. It was a that little scary, scary, but also I wish I had taken a picture of my Wily e. Coyote. It was <laughs> I do too. unbelievable. I do too. I that's wish you amazing. Would have. So I washed my hair and conditioned it right away because I just wanted to see what the damage was, and it was fine. It's just yeah. like I have that's some. I have some broken it. hairs. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Right. Oh, it feels. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can really feel the burn. It's like you know, if you like put a curling iron on a hair and left yeah. it there. Oh no! It's really there. I have know. you seen that YouTube of that? <laughs> girl showing yes. how to curl hair and she puts the curling and sprays it and <laughs> then she goes like off. this and she just like looks at it and then and you see like a puff of like smoke <laughs> it's so good um we have to wrap up because i'm going now i have to do my interview with bill t jones today oh, so cool um do you have anything else you'd like to add to our listeners or things that are coming up this year that you want to full yawning so interesting okay, yeah she's, she's like thinking about her life being like <gasps> happy new year by the way happy new year um i don't know um watch all stars everyone watch all stars um every thursday uh on vh1 at like eight or nine or something yeah, check time. the tv guide <laughs> i um, contributed to it i think in what to way? All Stars. You I didn't wear it. Wait, what? The leotard? Did you wear that? Oh, I wore that one. See, yes. I contributed oh, one thing. Yes. yes. That's good. Oh, good. yeah. Oh, you're going to see it. Part of an outfit, everybody. I made it in my studio. It's so exciting. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, just check it out. Uh, if you want to follow a drag queen, you can follow me at Big and Milky. B-I-G-A-N-D-M-I-L-K-Y. Um... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Dan, we no love stress. you so much. I love you guys. You're Thanks so for coming Dan. to my apartment. I loved you forever. <laughs> like, literally forever and Since ever. Since the moment I saw you and I was startled by your beauty and I was shocked when you turned out to be James's boyfriend. <laughs> Why were you shocked? Well, I was standing in the lobby of the Metropolitan Opera House and James came up to me and was like, oh, hey. I was like, oh, hey. You're, like, you're joining the company. That's so great. Mm-hmm. We're talking. Because I'd known him from dressing him earlier. And then this really tall guy, like, starts walking towards us. And I was like, I don't want to tell you now, James, but someone extremely <laughs> handsome is walking <laughs> oh up behind you. And he was wearing... And, and then it was... What dinner. was I wearing? What you were wearing, wearing that, like, red, white, and blue Marc Jacobs sequence hat. Oh, and, like, yeah. shorts and a nice shirt. And okay. I was just like... At the Metropolitan Opera. <laughs> yeah, sure. Who a cares? Secret hat, Big shorts. time, who cares? That's what I love about New York. Everyone looks like a garbage person at the ballet. <laughs> yeah, I remember Garbanzo when I met, I met you and James, person. and I remember being like, wow, it's a hot couple. <laughs> and then, but my first real memory of you is when we went to see James do Theme of Variation, and... Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) For his first time with the company, and he biffed, I think, twice, and I grabbed your thigh really hard and went, oh no. (laughs) I mean, I still get very nervous when I see him. That's a hard one. Oh, I'm just like, 
I don't know. When I perform, I don't get really, I don't really get nervous. But like watching somebody I love like performing right. on like yeah. this, the Met stage, it's yeah. like. By the way, your well, video with Adam Rippon is amazing. <gasps> so Everybody cute. watched that and movie. It's so amazing. It's so and good. He is amazing. You dancing on the ice on your stomach. I was like, God, I wish people would lay on the ice during ice Oh, routine. it's really good. And he's so cute. He's very like, cute. I, when she said I just shimmied it back into place about when her shoulder came out of the When what? he said he was afraid of his potential dressing up in drag, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was so right. I want her to be on the podcast. Will you oh, yeah. tell her I will, please come on? Yeah, she's well, so fierce. I mean, Does wh- she live whenever in she's in New York. No, no she lives in LA. But when she's here, I really she's want I really she want looks her like a younger brother. I really want her to be a guest judge on Drag Race because yes. she's so queer. But also like is that like very hard to train with a guy who can do five quads in one routine? That must be hard, like right. stressful. I'm sure. Anyways, Good for him, he's going to the Olympics. He's going to the Olympics! Yay! Yay. We love you, Adam! And we love you, Dan. And we love you, listeners. We love you, guys! We love you all. Please feel free to write to us. You can go to our website. With, oh god. It's okay. They with know by now. Stuff, j- <laughs> you just leave it alone. <laughs> they know by now. We love you. And um, tune in to All Stars. Yeah,